Welcome to the Barry Sachs Show. Thanks for joining me on the Barry Sachs Show. I'm Barry Cockroft, and I'll be hosting this podcast with guest saxophonists from around the world. We will be exploring the stories behind these great musicians with telling insights into how they got started and the ongoing development of their careers. Thanks for being here on this adventure, and please subscribe for a new episode each week. The details of each episode, including a transcript, the show notes, and any links, can be found at barrysax.com. Alain Crepin, a many-sided musician, was born in 1954 in Belgium. He is founder of the Adolf Sachs International Competition held in Dinant, Belgium, and since 2005 has been president of the jury. At first he studied saxophone, cello and piano in Dinant, and later he went to study the saxophone with François Denils at the Royal Brussels Conservatory of Music. For 21 years he was the musical director of the Royal Symphonic Band of the Belgian Air Force. King Albert II promoted Alain to the rank of major, and later he was appointed the artistic director of all the bands of the Belgian Army. He's Professor of Saxophone at the Royal Brussels Conservatory of Music and Professor of Orchestration and Conducting at the Conservatory of Music in Luxembourg. As a composer, Alain Crepin has written numerous works for symphonic band as well as many solo instrumental pieces with piano accompaniment. Many of these compositions have been recorded on CD and he is published in Belgium, France and the Netherlands. As a soloist and conductor, he has recorded some 60 compact discs and performed all over the world. Please welcome my guest today, Belgian saxophonist, composer, and conductor, Alain Crepin. Alors, bonjour, monsieur. C'est un plaisir que vous êtes là ce soir. Bonsoir, Marie. And now we have to continue in English, I'm sorry. <laughs> I shall do my best. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be able to talk to you in, uh, in a relaxed uh, environment, all the way in Colombia. Yeah, it's very special, but I am very happy. Thank you for your invitation and for the great music we do together. You know, we were, we've had a chance to talk this week a little bit, and I remember we were talking about when we first met. Yeah. I believe we were in St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. For the Sax World Congress. Yeah, for the yeah. World Saxophone Congress World in St. Sax. Andrews with, yeah. uh, with Richard Ingham. And I remember, I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but... I was suddenly invited to a secret meeting with Alain Crepin. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> what, what did I do wrong? <laughs> and I was Nothing, like, I'm not in the police. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't think what it might be. And then we went to this cafe, we had some nice coffee, and then you invited me to come to be on the jury at the Dinant competition. Yes, sir. The problem was, of course, it has to be a secret because nobody is allowed to know who the adjudicators are. Yeah, in the competition of Dinan, we keep the jury secret uh, to the day of the, the beginning of, of the competition. And perhaps it's more comfortable for you and for the member of the jury because if everyone knows that you are in the jury, everyone knows it a few months before, then you are going to receive a lot of questions and a lot of people who are going to ask to work with you. And I think I was discussing about that with other members of the jury after the competition and they said to me that it was more comfortable. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. But it's hard not to be excited about such a big competition, not to tell anybody. So... Uh, I liked the process. It was very interesting to have a little secret for a while. And even until the day I arrived at the competition, I didn't know who the other adjudicators were. So it was great to see my yeah, old friends. That's, that's also a special situation that some people are meeting in, uh, in Congress or in masterclass in, in, in uh, some, some occasion. And I am there also. And I know that those two people are in the jury, but they don't know that the other people is in the jury. It's very, very funny. <laughs> I would love to talk a little bit about the competition, if that's okay. Yeah. We can come back to some other things afterwards. But it's, it's, as far as I know, now the largest and the most prestigious saxophone competition in the world 
with some very good prizes. And the winners that I've seen over the years are magnificent saxophone players who go on to have uh, really great careers. So it seems like to win a prize at the Dinan competition can really help to uh, develop a young player's career. Yeah, it was my, uh, my idea to help the, the young people. Uh, I always have that in my mind to help young people. I very often, when I was conductor of the Belgian Air Force, I was invited, inviting young people to play as soloists with the band, give the occasion to, to people to, to play. And uh, when I had the idea of the competition, it was also a little bit like that, but not only for that. My idea was that in the world, At that time, uh, I speak about 1994, there was not really a competition of standing of good level and not a regular competition for the saxophone. And so uh, I had the chance to, to, be, to, to meet my wife in Dino. <coughs> Sorry. I had the chance to, to meet my wife in Dino and uh, we married. And after I had the chance to be the assistant of François Daniels in Brussels, and I became, I replaced him after. And so I was living in Dinan, and I said to the authorities of Dinan uh, when I was appointed in Brussels in 1981, I said, so we have to do something important in Dinan in 1994 for the 100th anniversary of the death of, of the death of sax. Other colleagues from, from European meetings for saxophonists said also to me, oh, yeah, we have no good competition. There was one, one or two times Genève, okay, one time um, Munich, München, but it's not regular, so the idea idea was uh, growing in my in my head and I was following followed by the authorities of the city of Dinan it was also uh, Dinan is a very small town as you know but uh, it's living with touristic um, attraction but uh, the tourist was the city was looking for a, a new new life a new uh, elan in French Uh, and the idea was to, to put together the image of Saxe and the city of Dinan. And if now you come to Dinan, you can visit the city and understand uh, that Adolf Saxe is born in Dinan because in all the city, small city, but in all the city, you see saxophone. We have now the house of Adolf Saxe when he was born. It's now open as a very small uh, ludic museum. And we have a lot of activities about the saxophone. But the fleuron, we, we say in French, the, the best thing is the international competition. But to create uh, an international competition, we were thinking we have to do it very well. We have to do it good. And so we were testing if the small city of Dinan was able to organize something international. And in 1990, uh, we organized the day, the European Day of the Saxophone. I was in the APES, you know, Association pour l'Essor du Saxophone. I was with uh, Claude Delangle, Serge Bichon, Francisco Martinez and uh, other people. And uh, we organized that with um, some reflections about the saxophone, about, about teaching, and some very nice concerts also. And it, it was easy for us because I was conducting the, the band of the Belgian Air Force, so I had the orchestra for the final concert. And all the authorities, the cultural authorities, the cultural direction were very happy with that event in that first big even international event in Dinan. And so we decided to go to, to the, the competition. And we also were thinking that the competition has to be very strict. That's one point. 
and that we have to put the candidate in the center of the competition. That's why we were thinking to there, are, there is not so much hotels in Dinan, it's a very small city. So that's why we were thinking that the candidates perhaps were going to, to live in some family. And it, I think it was a very good idea because people were coming from, from Japan, from the United States, uh, uh, from Australia to play the first round. You played 20 minutes and... Uh, after, if you are not in the semi-final, uh, you can <laughs> take the, the flight and go back to, to Japan or so. And, but no, the idea was that the family, uh, they keep the candidate if, if they, they agree. And so the candidate can follow uh, the rest of the competition and all the people who are coming to, to Dinan, they can see what is the, the saxophone, how they have to play to be in the in the in the following round, so um, it was immediately a success. The first edition in uh, 1994 was a great success because, of course, uh, because Adolf Sachs is born in, in in the city, so only Dino can organize with that that uh, that background with uh, Adolf Sachs born in in the city, but. Also, we took for the first competition, the first jury, we took pioneers of the saxophone, uh, like uh, Eugene Rousseau, Jean-Marie Londex, uh, Fred Emke, such, uh, Paul Harvey, uh, Pedro Iturralde, by, by example, so, and other. And also, so, that it was pioneers, so, uh, sure people and also more young people like Claude Delong of or other in the first jury and it was so the jury the organization was strict it was with a great jury and I am very proud to to to, to say that I think that never the jury of Dinan was missing the, the good laureate and after the first competition, Vincent David was the first laureate. And if you look to the other competition of the, the other years, all the, the, the six people are doing, are doing a great career. I'm very curious to know where the money comes from for such a big event. Is it the town that helped to support or the, the country? Where does that work? Yes, we, we have the town is so it's a project now of the town. And uh, one year ago, we changed we change the, uh, the localization of the organization. Now we have an office in the city town, in the town hall, yeah, uh, to, to show, to, to, to let, that is really a project of the town and from all the, the people who are li living in Dillon. We receive, we receive, it's a great word. We have to ask, and it's, I have to say, it's more and more difficult. But there is money from the, from the city of Dinan, there is money from the region, and also from the federal, from, from, from Belgium, uh, with the national lottery. We have also private sponsors, but uh, as I said before, it's more and more difficult each each time to to do it. Uh, and we are supporting by by Selmer about uh, mu musical. They give us some uh, the the six prizes, six saxophone. It's uh, I think we are the the old, the only competition who is receiving six saxophone for the laureates. So and. Different pri private sponsors, uh, also uh, composers, uh, com not company, composers, Union of Belgium, because we help also, we are always asking to some Belgian composer to, to write something. Um, and so they help us for that. So, yeah, but it's each time a great adventure and each time we have to to go and to knock and at the door and to look for different doors. Yeah. You've been involved with the competition for, for many years, of course, but more recently you've been also the president of the jury. Yeah. Do you have 
after seeing hundreds and hundreds of saxophone players compete, maybe more, <laughs> could you think of one piece of advice you would give the competitors while they're preparing for the competition? You have to prepare more than one year before and art working every day. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the candidates become almost obsessed with the music to learn it so well, to memorize and to play always perfectly? Do they drop everything else and they just focus on Dinan? Yeah, you, you can have a focus on Dinan, but it's not because you are going to work a lot and a lot that you are going to be the, the first laureate. There are some also, I think, some natural elements who are playing in your, your performances. But we try that, uh, that the competition gives us a complete musician. That's why the three, the three rounds are different in the programmation. The first round is more, should uh, I say, more, more classical. The second round is more for contemporary music. And the third round is more a performance of concert. And so, so we hope to find a complete saxophonist, but at first, musician. To be a good saxophonist, you have at first to be a musician. And before to be a musician, probably if you are a good people, a good person, you have more chance to, be, to become a good musician. And not all the good musician can play the saxophone, but it helped. <laughs> What's the largest number of competitors that you have had enter into the preliminary round? It's 166. And then we say it's too much. We have to do something to, to change. So we, we are victims of our success. <laughs> yeah, I have to, <laughs> to say that for the, this edition, for this year, we had 544 people who were uh, putting online, who were asking um, uh, to, to, in, apply. to apply. Yeah, who, who yeah, tried to apply. And in those 544, uh, we received 306 uh, complete applications with the video. And we were listening with a preliminary uh, international jury to 306 uh, video uh, during uh, beginning April to do the selection. That must take days to listen to everything. Yeah, it's one week work from night. <laughs> but uh, you, you were invited in the jury, but not for the, the, selec the selection. But that's, we have three, um, three outside people coming from great, great school or great continent, I, I can say. Yeah. And uh, we are two, two Belgian people in the, the for the selection. We are with five people. And also the Comité d'Arbitrage who is working when we have a student because in Dinan, perhaps you know, yes, you know, <laughs> you. Uh, that when some people is in the jury and is the teacher of a candidate, of course, uh, he has no vote for the, that candidate. But we have a committee, a committee who is with a teacher from high uh, institutions in Belgium, and they vote for each candidate. But when someone is the the student of a, a teacher who is in the jury, that's the vote of those people who is going to the candidate. So each one, each time there are 11 votes. What is a great advantage because we let uh, the highest vote and the lowest vote are always out of the counting for the candidate. And then you take an average of the last nine and then I guess statistics decides the result. There's no discussion. Yeah, there is no discussion. 
And uh, I think that with a great jury like that, and with that system for the teachers, uh, you cannot say that in Dinar there is uh, some, some mafia who is organizing <laughs> 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 that this one is going to be the, the laureate. Yeah, very good. You know, also, also I'm, I'm sure that all the, the people that we invited uh, are great human person, but who are doing the job with a lot of respect and very honest. Well, it's a wonderful story and congratulations on creating such a, a, a great competition, both for the candidates, but also for the jury. I mean, I had a wonderful time being part of the jury. I made some wonderful friends mm -hmm. and also I got to experience Belgium, but uh, Dinant, which is a delightful town. And I can see why it attracts the tourists because it's very beautiful. Yeah. Uh, in the winter, maybe there's some less tourists, <laughs> but in the summer, it's uh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you took us on a trip to Brussels to show us the music museum, yeah. which is amazing. If anyone gets a chance to go to Brussels, uh, at that stage, there was an entire floor of the museum dedicated to Adolf Sax yeah. and seeing all these instruments and the development of the saxophone. Mm -hmm. So, it's a, a fascinating country and town to visit for a saxophone player. So anyone listening, if you haven't been, uh, I would advise to go to Dinant and also to Brussels. Yes, I think that all the saxophonists has to be like pilgrims <laughs> to, to Dinant. And, uh, but I, I say that I'm, uh, I am the most happy saxophonist in the world because I live in the city of Adolf Sax. That's for me, it's a, a great dream and I so sometimes I myself I am surprised by the the importance and the, the 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 great things we could do we can do in a so small city for adult sex. Now this year, something very important is happening for you. In September, I believe, you are retiring from Brussels. Yeah, from Brussels. <laughs> from Brussels. <laughs> now. This is compulsory in your country. You have to stop teaching. Mm -hmm. In some countries, you're allowed to teach and, until you're 150. But for you, you have to stop at 65. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I just told everybody your age. But <laughs> <laughs> I am not a woman. <laughs> you've, now <laughs> you've now taught in Brussels for, is it 43 years? It's 44 years. I had the grand chance that... Uh, when I was student by, by François Daniels, after two years, uh, he said to me, Alain, uh, next September you became my assistant. And I said to him, oh, no, Mr. Daniels, I want to continue to study with you for the high diplo diploma. There was no, in that time it was first, first prize and then high diploma, so no bachelor and master. And uh, he said, oh, it's not a problem. You, you may continue to study with me, but you became my assistant. So it's, it's a great chance that Mr. Danes give to, gave to, to a very young people because uh, it was in, uh, I was 21 when I became his assistant. That's perhaps also because I received from him that, that he helped me uh, very young, that I want to help the, the, the young people uh, with what, in what I do. And so after he had to, le to leave also in um, 81, 1981, and I had the, the post. We were also 23 candidates, but okay, <laughs> I, I was choose. And uh, yeah, after I was so six year assistant and then 33, 38 year professor. So it's 40, 44 years that I am teaching in the Brussels Conservatory. In fact, I, I never left the conservatory <laughs> when I was, I, I became stu student and sometimes I am thinking, oh, I am always learning in that institution. Not every day, but you learned so much. Teaching learned you a lot. And I find I, I have the great chance. I received so much things from, from young people because 
when you are teaching, you have to to ask you some some important things, and perhaps it helps also to stay young and to 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 stay playing, uh, because you have to show, you have to 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 defend your your teaching and your opinion about uh, that and that music. So, I uh, I am very happy, but perhaps now it's time that I begin to to think to to my family. In my in my life, uh, some administrations sometimes was deciding for me, and it was the same. I was bandmaster of the Belgian Air Force, so but the officers are very young, retreated. So I had I had also to leave the the Belgian Air Force, and so I was very happy there, very very happy. Not only because I did some some flight in F-16, but <laughs> but also for the the music, fantastic musical moments. And uh, yeah, we speak about saxophone. And one of the 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 most of the, the nice souvenir in my in my career about saxophone and about Belgian Air Force is that with my band we were invited by Eugene Rousseau in the Minnesota to be the, the, the band, the orchestra for the Sax World Congress. It was fantastic moments. Uh, we, we, we play with, with great, great musicians uh, like uh, Sugawa, Claude Delong, Timothy Margalister. So that's that's very nice. But I came back to, to, to my past and saw the, the Belgian Air Force at some moment. It was, okay, the rules are the rules. You have to stop. But it was, in fact, yeah, I was a little bit sad, but I was also happy because I could uh, be more engaged uh, for the saxophone and for, for writing music for, for my compositions. So, and now I think that I am going, staying to defend Dino and to to organize and to to work a lot for the competition of Dino, it's a little bit a musical baby for me naturally, and so I should be very sad if we had to stop because the money is not bought there. So I am going in the in the future at new for the next competition, knocking to to, to, to the doors to find the money, but not only that, I have also a wonderful family and. Um, it's time that I do a, a lot of uh, of trips and uh, musical trips, but my wife was also working, and so very often she was not following me. Uh, only during the holidays she she can be there for the the congress. Okay, she is also a musician, as I said already. I think, but uh, that's yeah, that's a new life. That's not for me, not the end of something. That's a new life who is beginning for other things. And also, I'm very happy when, when you leave and that you know that the, what you did in the past is going to be probably uh, continue in the, in the best way. Uh, so it's, it's, it's very, very good. As you know, it's Vincent David who is going to, to follow me in, in Brussels. So it's, it's a very good choice. Uh, but I, I was very, very happy that Vincent, we had uh, some, the competition for the, for my, to replace me was internationally open. And in the, in the list, we had a laureates of Dino. And so I am very happy that I create the competition of Dino, and Vincent was the first uh, laureate of Dino, and now he is going to follow me in Brussels. So I think that the the circle is is complete. It's a, it's a, I am very happy with that. Now you've given me a lot to think about. The first one is, what is your teaching day, or perhaps your teaching week like? How many students do you teach? Um, each each week uh, at your we are, we have for the, for the moment uh, eighteen students in in Brussels, but I had three assistants, and so the the system was that each one has a lesson of one hour with uh, one assistant each week, and I am working. I see nine people on a week, and I am working always. Uh, with the pianist. We have also three pianists in, in the class. Uh, 
And the pieces for saxophone alone are more uh, studied with the assistant. I before the before the examinations before the evaluations, I listen also those pieces naturally, but mainly that's uh, a part of their job, and I am uh, working a lot with the piano because it's uh, I was conductor, so I like to have a complete vision of the music. I I regret that. Uh, too many saxophonists only uh, think about the line they have to play, and too many saxophonists don't know what is happening under in the in the piano in the orchestra. If you want to be musician, some, something said that to me when I was very young. If you want to be musician, you have to try to be complete musician. So. A saxophonist who don't know what is happening in, in the piano is for, for me not um, not a good musician. I am very uh, strict also with, I was very strict with my student. Probably it's um, what I received from uh, Francois Daniels. But I think when you are a student, you must have good basis. If the the beginning of the way is not good, the way shall n never be good. Was that the answer to your question? Thank you. Now, is that um, all of that happens in two days? That's right, isn't it? Yeah, for the teacher, it, it's in two days. And is that what allowed you also to work in the armed forces? Before, yeah, but uh, I was also, the, the Air Force was working in Brussels. Uh, and so when I was at the Air Force. Now I am teaching on two days, but when I was at the Air Force, it was three days because very often in the morning I was uh, to the rehearsal of the Belgian Air Force and in the afternoon to very late in the evening. So, but what I want to, to say also, also that we do also, we have a very good saxophone ensemble in Brussels and that, that ensemble, that's, we work with projects. So there is not like Mi Bemol Ensemble, a rehearsal each week. But when we have concerts, we prepare concerts, uh, obligatory three or four concerts each year. And also for the end of the examination, the at the evaluations, the candidates, the students may play with the saxophone ensemble. So they are, so perhaps they play in the saxophone ensemble and then 10, 10 minutes later, they play as soloist with piano for the evaluations. But I think they have to learn also to be to be very supple. Yeah, to be to be complete musicians, you may play very well in the ensemble and after play very well in soloist. I think it's possible, and they did they did this year also. So I think the, the ensemble of, of is very important because. You learned that's also in the ensemble that you learned that the music is complete, and that you don't play alone, that you are not living alone, and you are not going on the way alone. Do you think us as saxophone players spend too much time in our practice room playing solo, and not enough with others? Yes, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about the Air Force because I think, if you correct me, but you are a major. Yeah. And following that, you became responsible for all of the musical groups in the country. Yeah. But we are in, you know, it's a very small city, but uh, Belgium is a very small country also. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have three bands, three military bands. Yeah. And uh, after conducting 20, 21 year the Belgian Air Force, I was artistic director of the, the, the three bands. And it was a good thing to have some changing in my life. Because if you stay 21 years with the same band, it's, in fact, I, I was thinking it's too much. But I was not looking for that. Some other people also, as I said before, decided that for me, they proposed me to do the examination to, to become higher officer. And they, they proposed me the, the, the post. Uh, it was 
it was a function who was not existing in Belgium. In Belgium, so we had a real military who was the head of the the three bands, but not an artistic uh, conductor. Uh, and it it was very nice because at the end of of my career, I had the chance to conduct the three the three bands, and I did concert with the three bands. I and I I did recording also with. Uh, the, the three bands for the, the five last year of my military career. So, and I say sometimes it's good that you change perhaps your, your job. Also, my wife at the same, she, she was teacher for, uh, for piano at the Music Academy in Dino. And for the, the 10 last year, she became the directress. It was also a great changing in her, in her life. And it was a very good moment because it was the moment that I was uh, leaving the Belgian Air Force. And <laughs> so my, my wife was so working uh, hard for me when I was composing. She was putting everything on Sibelius on the computer. And when I left the, the Air Force, she became the director and she said to me, now you are going to learn on the computer how you can write the music. So it was a changing of life. Mm. And that's what is now going to happen for me for when I am retreated in September. It's, it has to be a changing of life. But yeah, in my life, I was changing of work I was not resting, but I was changing off work sometimes three times on the day. And I, I find it very, very enthousi enthusiastic. It's, it's very, it's uh, engagement who gives you a, a lot of uh, forces, power, yeah, to, to engage. By doing several different jobs at the same time, even though you were very busy, it kept you energetic, motivated, enthusiastic. Yeah. Some people do the same job for a number of years and then change and do a different job. Um, and they can get tired. Mm -hmm. Even to the point where they have to stop. But I've seen you many times now and I can't see you as someone who could stop. You're very motivated. You're always doing yeah. something. Absolutely. Whether yeah. that's going for a jog in the morning or staying up late talking at night, you're always doing something. Yeah. I, I do admire that. I think it's, uh, it's a very good trait and, of course, keep you young, which is good. <laughs> because two days ago, I got to hear you play. You yeah. played a concerto that you had written. Yeah. First of all, it was a magnificent performance. And so thank you for thank sharing you. that with us. Thank you. you played your own composition. Mm -hmm. You played from memory. And yeah. you also played with really one rehearsal. Yeah. So there was a lot of, let's say, challenging conditions to play. What do you do that allows you to play at your best when there's so many changing conditions around you? I try to, to be very good, very well prepared, always. But it's not always Possible, <laughs> and I try to be to be prepared to different things who may uh, arrive in, in in a concert. But the first thing is to be in good uh, physical condition. I think that's why I do jogging. And I'm I'm very sorry that I couldn't come with you jogging each morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, but. Uh, <laughs> We have uh, a, a long time to, to, to share, I think, <laughs> in the future. I mean, if <laughs> you, you can change. If you didn't keep me up so late drinking wine, maybe, but <laughs> just before the performance, I mean, I was in the warm up room with you. Mm -hmm. you were, I noticed on your music stand, um, although you had the piece of music you were going to play, you had some other exercises or something. Yes. What is this? Some, that's some mechanical exercises. I didn't do in the past, but now becoming older and older. Sometimes my my ends uh, are not responding uh, like I should should uh, want. But with those exercises, I before the concert I practiced 
I practice. I have, I have a resume, a short, short plan to play each scales uh, in 15 minutes. All the scales with, and then I have those uh, exercise mechanical exercises who are special for for your finger, for your fourth finger, who is not always good working. All right. Now there's still a lot to talk about because. I believe you have recorded something like 60 albums of music. Yeah. That's a little crazy. <laughs> no, it was a job. <laughs> so, um, of course, some of these albums are your own compositions, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about later. But was this also recording with the military bands? Yeah, we did, we did a lot of recordings with uh, the Belgian Air Force. Uh, some, some recordings for artistical choice and uh, other rec recording because of the military authorities. They, they wanted those things, okay? And other recordings for, for music publisher also to be a good example for the amateurs who are playing in the band. And I, I never refused that because I was beginning in uh, amateur band and it's the bandmaster of that, that band, he said to my parents, perhaps you have to send uh, Alain in the city of Saxe for study for the college and to, to go to the music academy. And so I have, I have to, say, to say thank you to the amateurs band. And I think it's a good, good formation. It's, uh, if you are going to the, the music school, music academy, and as we said before, that you practice only your line in your room. Music is not that. No, you have to go in a band, in orchestra, in saxophone ensemble, in saxophone quartet, in chamber music, and to play with other people. And so I was very happy when I was very <laughs> when I was twelve years to play in the band in, in my village, and to to learn. Uh, my I had my ear. Great, great open and probably not probably sure is because the guy said to my parents he has to go to Dinan for to learn the saxophone correctly <laughs> and it was a, a good idea and because the, the music academy was very very lively and there was good activities and uh, mr mr daniel sir daniels was coming for concerts two or three times when I was in Dinan. So it was very interesting to go to, to concert and, and to listen to great people on the saxophone. No, it's, it was a, gr a great chance for me. And so, so uh, we did, yes, I did a lot of uh, <laughs> a CD with uh, the Air Force. And later when I was uh, artistic director of, of the tree band, sometimes I was conducting and sometimes I was the musical supervi supervising. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of experience, but this afternoon also for me it was wonderful experience. Yeah, yesterday we had together the concert with with the band, uh, but now uh, this afternoon we we had a rehearsal with a, a saxophone ensemble, and you as a solist. But that's great moment because we have we we play very good music from of you and we are we, with great people and with great friends so you are two uh, old member of the jury of dinner who are playing in in the sax ensemble i know the people of sun sax very well because that the idea like sugawa to to celebrate the 20th anniversary in in dinner they wanted to be in dinner for the their 20th anniversary um, after the Travier Javier was coming in the jury, and also one month ago, uh, Nobuya Sugawa contacted me to, to come to Brussels and to, to Dinan and to for his 35th anniversary of his career. So that's very nice occasion because you are in contact with, with great people and great musicians, but so I said before, also great people. So that's I, when I began to, to play the saxophone in my small band in, in my village, I never could imagine that the saxophone was going to, 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 to bring me around the world like that. That's, I have a lot of chance, but, but 
I was also working a lot and I work always. Today I have no concert. Uh, to, tomorrow I don't play as a soloist, but today I was practicing what one hour for my, my saxophone because I think to the, 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 the next concerts I have to do. And yeah, a lot of chance, but a lot of work also. That makes me wonder, was your career planned or did it evolve organically? I was at the good place, at the, at the right place, at the right moment. Yeah, because I was going to, to, to Sir Daniels. I never planned that he was going to ask me to be his assistant. So, but when he had to leave, it was normal that I became candidate. And uh, in my time in Belgium, we had to do the military service. And I didn't want to do my military service uh, to lose my musician time. The only solu solution was to go three years in, in a band to do examin examinations and to be selected. And you, you signed for three years. And I was um, signing for, for three years. And when I was in the band, I said, oh, that's a nice job. And two years later, the, there was opening for candidate bandmaster. And the conductor of the, of the band say, uh, was uh, calling me in his office and he said to me, Alain, you are assistant in the conservatory. Why you play well the saxophone? He said, he said, he said it is his responsibility. <laughs> but you play the, the saxophone very well. Why should you know, uh, not try to become conductor of the, of the band when, when I am going to leave? Oh, I said, perhaps, but, but after it was working in my, my head, okay, I'm going to try, yeah. But I was, I was motivated, I, but I was also curious. But it was not necessarily my plan. And then I, I did, and when I, I was at the work, I was very happy to do that. And so the occasion also came that in that time it was so that the bandmaster had, like Sousa, has to be also composer and to ride military marches and so. And oh, they asked me, the military uh, asked me to, to compose some piece for some occasion. And I was beginning to, to write music when I was beginner bandmaster. So I think I was answering to the three aspects of my career. <laughs> And uh, yeah, also I wanted to play as a soloist with my band. And so I wrote a piece for me to play with my band as a soloist. And so perhaps you can find uh, pretension, but so I could say to the musician, I conduct you and I want that you play like that. And when, if you want to listen to me, I can do it. If I can do it, you can do it good also. And I know, I know that there was a lot of respect of my musicians uh, against me because I did that and I was writing music, I was playing the music, I was conducting, yeah, so. Is it common that conductors don't play anymore? Yeah, it's very common, yeah, yeah. Now I would like to ask you some more questions about your composition because I've noticed over the last few years you've been traveling more mm -hmm. and you're now performing your own compositions yeah. as a soloist and other things, of course. And you've really been in a lot of places. I mean, two weeks ago I saw you were in Chile mm -hmm. and I thought you might come from Chile to here. We're in Colombia. But no, you went back home because there was something important back home and then you've come back here. You're really traveling a lot now. Do you think... Uh, after September, after your retirement, that travel will grow even further? No, I think it's going to be less, probably less. Yeah, yeah, because there are so much people, so much people, also young people who play very well, who play uh, bet, better, a lot better than, than what I can do. And yeah, so everyone has his time. So, but perhaps 
I think I shall continue more perhaps with conducting and with uh, judging than with playing. Because I, I don't want to, to stop on a bad experience. If I am going to feel the moment to, to stop to play, okay, I shall, uh, it's, it's not a big problem, I think. I am prepared for that. I had, yesterday I was doing some practice in a room and there was a wall with pictures of famous musicians. And as I looked, they played the violin, the cello, the piano, everything. There's this whole wall of famous musicians. And you know what? I didn't know any of them. And I've been thinking about this idea that when you play music, it's a little bit for the moment. You play the concert, it's live, you enjoy that moment, and maybe that goes on for a few years. But eventually, you're forgotten mm -hmm. because other people come along. Yeah. But at the same time, composers are not forgotten. Now, the interesting thing I think for you is, of course, we may keep playing and your music, however, will continue as with other composers, well beyond your lifetime. Do you think the idea of leaving a legacy behind of your composition or your recordings, do you think this is a, a nice thing? If I come in the history of the saxophone, it's perhaps with my pedagogical pieces that I wrote and perhaps because of, of, because of the competition of Dino. Uh, I I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, <laughs> you you never know what's happening after when you passed away. <laughs> Nobody knows it. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I am sure that some young people are going to play my music after. Yeah, is that a good feeling to know that? In a sense, yeah, you I continue. Yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that, but because not everybody can say that and can think that. No, because I have the chance that some pieces are played uh, everywhere in the world. Yeah, well, it's not <laughs> because the pieces are played that you, some people think that you receive a lot of money, but it's not true. <laughs> I have to explain that. Uh, as I said, uh, I can buy it two or three uh, boxes of very good wine because uh, one year, on one year with my um, <laughs> royalties, yeah. But uh, when I, I am someplace and that I hear my music, it's always a very nice feeling. Mm. I remember I was... Um, I was in Belgium in a, in a place where some band was playing my music and I was arriving, it was outside, and I was arriving to the, and some old people was there and he didn't know me and he said to his wife, oh, that's really good music for band. When you have some impressions like that, it's you have a, a feeling, a special feeling, yeah, because he didn't know it was my music, but he was feeling good thing, yeah, and it's not the the only case of uh, such declaration. <laughs> Maybe the best compliment is one that comes from a non-musician. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we have to say that uh, musicians are complicated people sometimes <laughs> and that a lot of people uh, are jealous about your career. But I always say, if you are jealous, you have to, date, to do the same that I did. <laughs> yeah. Why, why did you not do what I did if you are jealous? Now, I've been thinking, your teacher was uh, Francois Daniels, yeah. and he was also a composer. Yeah. When I was a student, I played his music. 
mm-hmm. who was quite popular in Australia to, to play the music of Daniels. Now, I didn't know too much about the context mm-hmm. or anything, but I enjoyed playing the music. Yeah. Do you think the fact that he was your saxophone teacher and he composed had some influence that you also became a composer? Yeah, I am sure. Yeah. And also the, the fact that the, the band master uh, before me was uh, writing music also. Um, because when my band master said to me, you have to try to become band master, he asked me to, what do you do on the Tuesday in the afternoon? Uh, I said, well, nothing special, uh, come on. Uh, so, and he said to me, you come in my in my office and we are going to work on orchestration for you for to prepare the examination for to be bandmaster so it adds sure influence yeah. and but to to do the examinations to be bandmaster i must have a diploma in harmony counterpoint counterpoint point and and fuga so uh, i am some, someone practical <laughs> if i had to study that, okay, why did I not use it in my life? <laughs> so besides your own composition, how important has it been for you to work with other composers? Yeah, I think it's a mission of uh, a teacher of conservatory, of an uh, institution, to, to ask to other composers to write for our instrument. And it's also the mission that we we have chosen in, in Dino that uh, we asked. But in Dino, some people find that we don't have to ask only to Belgian composer. I, I can accept that some, uh, some commission work of Dino were not always great for the evolution, for the future of the repertoire of the saxophone. But as you know, you never know <laughs> what a composer is going to give you if you ask him to write something. So, but I was very happy to have some contact with with, Bel- with Belgian composer and to help for the evolution. Also in the in the conservatory, uh, there was also compulsory work, and I asked to to some friends to to, to write. It's. Uh, a nice mission to help the saxophone, I think. Now I have some rapid fire questions. They're short questions with perhaps a short answer. Is there something that you believe that other people disagree with? No. If you just had one piece to play from now on, which piece would that be? Difficult question because I am defending the original music. But when I am searching uh, to be peaceful in my art, I play back. I know that you practice, um, you practice hard, you prepare well, but if you just had one hour to practice, what would you do? Scales and the concerto slowly for the rapid movements. Now, if we learn from our mistakes, is it okay to make mistakes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, are you okay if you make mistakes? psychologically, can you just forget about that and keep moving? I can live with that, yeah. Do you think some people find it difficult to forget about the negative things and to remember the positive things? Yeah, Uh, it's a pity, but yes. Is there any solution that you use to stay mindful of the positive? It's in my mind, be positive, yeah. Also, you can always find people who are more happy than you. But there is a lot of people who are less happy than you, I think. So you have to learn to be happy with what you are and stay positive, yeah. This may be funny, but what's the most unusual situation you have been in, in a musical performance? We were playing in a sax quartet in Tunisia. And the stage was not very secure, in fact. And during one piece, I was on the chair, and my chair was going, and I was going like that. Uh, and my colleague <laughs> take me and put me at new on the chair, but we didn't stop 
the nothing stops the music. The music. <laughs> we didn't stop the music. I, I had the same experience with with the Air Force Band, but it was we were concert outside in Italy, and uh, we were playing music of Morricone, absolutely, and so the lights of the outside the outside lights were stopping. It was not more possible to to read the score, but the band was keep playing, and I keep conducting. <laughs> in, so, but it it was funny. And after three minutes, the, the the lights come back. Yeah. Is there some advice you would like to give yourself when you were just starting your career? Difficult question because I am very happy with my career. <laughs> Perhaps I had to, to no, <laughs> I don't find, sorry. <laughs> That's fine because, uh, of course, we can be happy with the way things went. Yeah. We don't have to say, oh, I wish I did this or I wish I did that. No, I, I have no regret. And I think it's a manner to, to, to stay young also. Don't do illusions for the future, but don't regret the past. It sounds like that's connected with your positive attitude. Mm -hmm. you're, you're looking for the good things. Yeah, and the wine is a good thing I am looking for. <laughs> now that was my next question. <laughs> I know from personal experience that you're a connoisseur of fine wine and also of, of great food. Is that like a hobby for you? Is it something that you love to do outside of music with your friends to to share these things? Yes, really, uh, it's, it's a great passion uh, with the music and my, with my family. But uh, why? Because a bottle of wine is like a good piece of music. You can share it with other people. And that's important. We had so, so nice, so, so nice moments after concert of or at home with, with people we inviting, we invited uh, not because of the good bottle of wine, but it helps. <laughs> and I, I'm always very happy to, to share so nice moments. So I am an amateur of wine, but I'm not uh, alcoholic people. <laughs> I have to, to give the precision <laughs> as, as you, you, you said. As you you have seen, also here before the concert, I always stay three or one 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 week or three days without <laughs> drinking some alcoholic drink. Is there a project that you're working on at the moment that you would like to tell us about? I I have a, a lot of uh, yeah. I want to 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 write some special music. I have uh, commissioned. Uh, for a special that's special orchestra where there are strings and so much wind instrument also it's a special combination for a french french organization who, who want to put some people together who are not going specially together <laughs> so that's that's a special project at first i'm going to to finish my year at the conservatory, to do the deliberations, to take some rest with my wife, and then I shall be very busy with the competition of Dino, and then we, we, shall, we shall see. You've made such a great contribution, not just to the world of saxophone, but to composition, to conducting, to drinking wine, no, no, uh, <laughs> to many aspects of music. Is there something in music that you haven't done that you would like to do? And what do you see for yourself post-September into the coming years? Something important, I think, is that I have three children and uh, seven great children. And now, really, I would like to help them to cross their life. Not only uh, by perhaps giving sometimes some money, but also, and it's most important, by sharing my different experience of life with them. That's one thing I 
wish to let to my children and great children. You have a, an enviable capacity to always look at the bright side, the positive side. And I think people can learn a lot from that. So thank you very much. Thank you for your invitation, dear Barry. It was a great pleasure for me also. Just before you go, a quick reminder to let you know that show notes, any links, and a full text transcript are also available. It would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review for the show by visiting barrysacks.com forward slash iTunes. You can subscribe for a new episode each week. And thanks again for joining me and my guests on Barry Sachs Show.